What's going on, everybody? Welcome inside an all-new episode of the Talkin Audio Podcast. This is episode number 1,120. My name is Matt Robinson. Thank you for joining me here today. And uh, it is a Friday edition of the podcast, and not just any Friday. It is Memorial Cup Friday. As uh, we kick off the tournament, we'll crown a brand new Canadian junior hockey champion this weekend. And our buddy Steve McLean, a long time, well, our, our, our junior hockey guru, the guy we turned to when we got things to ask about junior hockey. He is en route to the tournament as we speak. And uh, he's going to join us actually from his layover in Calgary uh, in between flights. We'll talk to him on almost no sleep. We'll get to that in just a second. First, I just wanted to apologize briefly for the uh, the lack of activity around here this week. Part of it is the uh, the shortened work week, but also... I've been feeling a little bit under the weather here over the last couple days, and so we had to cancel an episode that we had promised for you on Thursday, and uh, we'll hopefully circle back to that next week. Uh, still not 100%, but certainly better than I have been over the last couple days, so we're able to uh, to get to Steve here today, which is great. Uh, so apologies for that. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we're on social media, at Tall Can Audio. Make sure you're subscribed to the pod wherever you're hearing us right now. With that, we find him now uh, pacing the halls of Calgary International Airport en route to Kamloops, uh, the former OHL fanboy, current CHL fanboy, Steve McLean. How are you today, man? Uh, Matt, I'm uh, I'm barely functioning, but uh, happy to be where I'm at right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're on a layover here on your way out to the Memorial Cup, which starts tonight. Uh, you got uh, almost no sleep, so we appreciate you making time for us, man. But uh, <laughs> how many Memorial Cups is this for you now? How many of these have you been to? Uh, I believe this will be my ninth Memorial Cup this year. Uh, my first one was Mississauga in 2011, though. That one, I only actually went to one game. Like, the first one I did proper, um, where I did the whole tournament, was 2013 in Saskatoon. And I had been to everyone uh, since, except uh, until last year. I missed last year in St. John, New Brunswick. Right, okay. And just, uh, I know you keep a... Uh of running list. I don't know if you got the exact numbers off your head, but for listeners who haven't heard you on our show before, you've been to quite a few CHL games, would be fair to say. How many OHL games, how many CHL games are we up to right now, man? I don't I can't remember without my spreadsheet on me exactly how many OHL games specifically, but as far as the CHL goes as a whole, I'm currently sitting at 899 tonight. <laughs> will be tonight's tournament opener between uh, Quebec and Kamloops will be game 900 for me. Okay, so you mentioned, uh, yeah, you got you got a bit of a background here around junior hockey. Yeah, <laughs> um, a little bit. Yeah, so just sort of, we'll, we'll go through this kind of piece by piece a little bit here. Um, I know we don't have you for a ton of time, but, you know, the, 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 the class of the tournament appears to be the Seattle Thunderbirds who kind of ran through the, the West. The host is Cam Loops. The Peets were a bit of an underdog story coming out of the OHL. And then, of course, Quebec coming out of the, uh, the, the Q, who also had a, a great year. Kind of as you look at the four teams that we're looking at right now, kind of who jumps out at you as the favorite? Um, I, you know, I think I, I, everyone seems to have the same opinion. And while I think everyone acknowledges that, you know, any four of these teams can win it at the end of the day. Um, it, you know, the smart money right now is on Seattle. That team is just so stacked and are so good. Uh, they had a, I don't want to say an easy time getting through the WHL. You know, they had a five game uh, final with Winnipeg, but a lot of those games were fairly close. Uh, they played Kamloops in the Western Conference final. That series went six games and uh, something I'll touch on in a little bit, but 
I, I think Kamloops, or uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Seattle seems to be, they're just so stacked, man. They, they uh, I don't have the numbers in, in front of me right now, um, but if you take a look at uh, Milik's, uh, Militic's, I'm, I'm getting his name wrong right now. Milik's, I believe, yeah. <laughs> But if you look at his save percentage and goals against average in the playoffs, it is stupid like absolute video game numbers and you know of course he uh backstop team canada at the world juniors this year they got dylan gunther uh from well technically they got him for the edmonton oil kings who uh, were last year's whl chance so of course he has actually played games in the nhl this year for the arizona coyotes uh rest in peace <laughs> but um and and he came over in a trade with uh defenseman luke prokoff uh from the Oil Kings, and you know those guys got championship pedigree to them. Uh, Brad Lambert uh, finished forward or finished defense. Just been so good for Seattle this year. Um, you know, I, if I had the list in front of me, I could go into more depth. But uh, they are the team I've, I've seen every week. But I've been trying to listen in to some of their playoff games, and they're just they're just so good. They overwhelm teams, and it just seems like any night where they might be having a slight off night, they can flip that switch and go, "Okay, time to win this." Seattle might be an easy team for a lot of fans who don't have a rooting interest in this tournament to get behind because uh, people will remember a few months back that it was their fan base who created their own pride night when the team hadn't, and uh, and that made news across North America as well. Uh, you mentioned that they had defeated Kamloops a little bit earlier on in the playoffs, so Kamloops is well-rested as the host. They have some names that uh, people will be familiar with as well. Owen Zellweger, uh, a mainstay on the last couple World Junior teams, and... Uh, uh, Fraser Minton is somebody Leaf fans will be interested in. What do we think of Kamloops? Uh, and I think you can't talk about Kamloops without talking about Logan Stankoven. Right. Uh, just, just such a fantastic player. Um, as I mentioned, you know they took Seattle six games in the Western Conference Final, which is uh, farther than anyone pushed Seattle in the playoffs this year. And man, what a series! It was just fantastic hockey uh, to listen to, and I'm sure to watch. And I said to myself, then I said, "Oh man, if Seattle wins this." Uh, WHL title. I cannot wait to see these two teams at it in person. Uh, Kamloops is a solid squad. I think this is, you know, there's a lot of years where you get that Memorial Cup host as going through the back door. And yes, you know, technically, you know, Kamloops adds to that list. We haven't had a, a host win their league title since Kitchener in 2008. Wow. But this is, this is a Kamloops team, I think, that is very worthy of being here. They're not going to be any slouches. This isn't a team that got knocked out in the first round and has been off for, you know, eight weeks or anything <laughs> like that you know they, they've had a little time off though yeah they, you know they've had a couple weeks to heal up and um you now that might be an advantage to them of course their crowd in their final uh game where they got eliminated in, in game six the conference final they were trailing Seattle by two and they got uh, they scored with about two or three minutes to go uh to get within one and eventually Seattle got the empty neuter to ice it but in that time from the time they scored to get within one to the time that Seattle got the empty netter, you couldn't even hear radio announcer John Keane of the Kamloops Blazers talk because the crowd was so loud. And uh, wow. I think that, that's going to play a factor. I can't wait to see it in person tonight. Um, you know, this is obviously a very proud franchise. This is, they had a dynasty in the early 90s that won three out of four Memorial Cups mm-hmm. uh, from 92 to to 95 and uh of course last time they hosted in 95 they won it and i uh, can't that wait was to darcy see tucker's yeah. group wasn't it yeah darcy tucker and jerome mcginla and uh shane doan and just uh 
Also, let me uh, five little junior team. <laughs> no, uh, you know, so, you know, they, they could have done worse. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I honestly, I, you know, as you're going through the teams here, and we'll get to Quebec and Peterborough. But from what I've heard, a lot of people saying they kind of going with Seattle first, and maybe Quebec is the next best team, and then Kamloops, and then Peterborough. I and, and this is to not knock Quebec or Peterborough at all, but I've been kind of predicting ever since that conference final that there's a good chance we're going to get this is going to come down to Seattle and Kamloops, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Okay, uh, you mentioned Quebec there. They, as uh, as you said, had a hell of a year out in uh, in the queue. Uh, that's Patrick Waugh's team. We have a little less, um, and maybe you'll disagree with me, but in terms of name value for those of us who are casual fans, maybe not quite as many names kicking around there, but what can tell us about the Ramparts? A very skilled team. Um, missing some of the names off the top of my head and the lack of sleep right now, but um, <laughs> they, they've had an incredible year. Uh, they did finish first overall in the queue, uh, put up, I think it was like 110 points or 109, something in, in that regard. Uh, they had a winning streak just recently snapped of 23 straight to end the regular season and into the playoffs. They uh, swept through the first three rounds, including sweeping a, a very, very good Gatineau team in the third round. Uh, all those games, I believe, were one-goal games or maybe an empty netter or something. So a little bit misleading, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they won four straight against a very good Gatineau team. And it wasn't until Halifax managed to take two against them in, in the Q final that the Ramparts actually finally lost a game. So um, this is a team that has got a lot of skill. It's, you know, a prototypical uh, Quebec, Quebec League team, just a lot of skill, pretty fast. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to be big enough to handle, you know, those big dub uh, teams like Kamloops and, and Seattle. But right. I, but at the same time, they've been proving uh, all playoffs and all season that, you know, they're, they're highly ranked for a reason. And, uh, Certainly, you know, they're, they're, they're a threat to win this thing. Uh, the Peets, I guess, would be next. Uh, I messaged you when, uh, uh, when they got through and it looked like the Peets were going to be able to, to pull this off. And I said, I just can't get behind them, man. I'm an Oshawa Generals guy. I can't <laughs> do it. And you said, well, I'm in the minority because uh, everyone else around the OHL wanted to see somebody knock out the London Knights. And the Peets did that. Um, bit of a, a surprise run over Sudbury, certainly surprised that they knocked out Ottawa in the second round who had had like a record breaking season and, uh, they've managed to go the rest of the way. The Peets are the most surprising team to be here. Are they not? Uh, a little bit. Yes. I, you know, on paper, no, uh, you know, coming into this season, th- so the, this is, uh, as people may have heard by now, this is the Pete's first OHL championship since 2006, and their 10th overall. This was a team that was winning titles regularly in the 70s and the 80s and into the 90s, but it's been a bit of a dry spell, and not just has it been 17 years since their last title, but most of that time in between, they've not been good, right. and they've missed playoffs or just been Take that. mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a Jens fan, I'm sure you're loving that. Right. I mean, you know, you guys won a Memorial Cup a few years back, but uh, sure did. <laughs> and you know, for all these have times, Anthony Sorelli come back and shove it up my ass in the NHL for oh, <laughs> wow. it happens. Yeah, you win some, you lose some, that's right? right? That's, that's right. the that's the thing about being a junior hockey fan and an NHL fan. Those guys that you cheered for in junior, if if they don't get drafted by your, you know, the yeah. Leafs in your case, it could, <laughs> yeah, but yes, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the Pete's. So they had a really good team coming into this year. They've, they've had that in the past, in the past five, six years, where it's like, I think the Pete's are going to be good this year. 
and then the underachieve, kind of very Calgary Flames like. Okay. And yeah. um, and that would look to be the same thing going on this year. You know, they got Brennan Othman, the first round uh, New York Rangers pick, early in a trade early in the season. And on paper, they were just a really solid club, but they were just never getting it together. They decided to go all in at the deadline, picked up Owen Beck from the Mississauga Skillheads, and uh, picked up a pair of Hamilton Bulldogs players, Avery Hayes and Gavin White, who, of course, uh, went to the Memorial Cup final with Hamilton last year and won an OHL title. And and this team, even afterwards, they were, after the trade deadline, they had a below 500 record. Um from January 10th to the end of the season. Uh, at the end of the day, they finished just above 500. Very 2015 30... Blue Jays, right? We're kind of sputtering along, but we think we're good, and you go all in anyway and, and get on a run. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and that run didn't really come to the playoffs. When the playoffs started, there was people, you know, the Peets finished fourth in the East and went up against number five Sudbury, and some people were picking Sudbury to win that series hmm. just because they didn't think the Peets had it this year. And, uh, you know, the Pete swept them in four, and people go, okay, well, that's, that's a start, but now you got to play Ottawa. Yeah. And Ottawa has been a bit of a juggernaut the last few years. They, did, they had a bit of a down year last year, but, you know, they, they, had, they were first overall in the league in 2019, then in 2020, and COVID ruined their playoff run there, and now here they were again, and a couple of guys left over, and you're thinking, okay, this team has unfinished business, but the Pete's kind of shockingly he just went about their business and and suddenly it was like oh they're up three games to one now they had a little trouble putting ottawa away uh in game five the peeps uh had a 4-1 lead in the third period the 67s it's the most dangerous came back lead to win in hockey it. i can tell you <laughs> <laughs> as a leaf fan right like he's just like oh it was 4-1 yeah. but um well so and they had that 4-1 lead early in the third and then the 67s got one and you just felt the momentum shift and it was in ottawa and in, in regulation, uh, the 67s came back and, and won the game 5-4. So two days later, they're in Peterborough, and the piece once again go into the third with a 4-1 lead. But then they get that 5-1 goal early in the third, and you think, okay, they've learned their lesson. They're going to finish this out. Mm-hmm. Ottawa made it 5-2 with seven minutes to go, and you think, well, no, nah, there's no way. Yeah. And then they made it 5-3, <laughs> and then they made it 5-4, and you're thinking, oh, Peterborough, you're blowing it here. But they, they hung on and, and won the series. But really, that series of North Bay, uh, the Eastern Conference Final, was just fantastic. And um, again, an, another series that, you know, they, okay, they, beat, they knocked off the best team in the league, and still people thought, eh, North Bay is better, though. So North Bay will do it, and right. North Bay almost did do it. You know, the Peets... We're down in game six. They were down three to two in the series and down in the third period of game six on home ice. They managed to win it in overtime. Tucker Robinson, uh, the Seattle traffic got the overtime goal. And then they went up to North Bay for game seven and won it on the road in one goal game. So, you know, and they, and then they just systematically managed to with some, with a depleted defense. And yet it ended up being probably their strongest suit. In the finals against the London Knights, they've had some injuries and suspensions, and yet the Peach just keep persisting. And even though, you know, they keep proving people wrong, a lot of people are still picking them as kind of the weaker sister, even though not not to a great extent at this Memorial Cup. I think just people, if they have to rank one to four, a lot of people are putting Peterborough at number four. But I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to bet against them yeah. when they just keep proving everybody wrong. But at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, but that Seattle team, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
when you look at uh, you know for for people who may be new to junior hockey or haven't uh, you know haven't watched the Memorial Cup in a while, the the first round here is just a straight round robin. Everybody's going to play everybody. You mentioned yes. that rematch between the two WHL teams in Kamloops and Seattle. Outside of that, is there a matchup that you've kind of got circled that you're really looking forward to seeing? You know whether it is maybe the the speed of Quebec versus the size of Kamloops or, or things like that. Like just an interesting matchup. What one game in particular you're really looking forward to seeing how these they stack up against each other? Outside of the Kamloops Seattle game, I, I mean, I'm excited to see all of these matchups. To be honest with you, I'm I'm wondering how the Pete's do tomorrow. You know, tonight's openers is Quebec and Kamloops, but tomorrow Seattle plays Peterborough. So Peterborough, you know, they were the last team to win their league title. They did it on uh, Sunday night, and uh, the other teams I think wrapped it up earlier in the weekend. And and I think they've had they've probably had to play the most games in the playoffs of any team. This is a team that may have every excuse to, if, if things don't go well, to say, you know, we were gassed. Right. So they got to come out right long away. Long travel, too. Same with Quebec. Long travel, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they actually came out on the same uh, plane. Oh, did they really? Uh, yeah, yeah the, uh, the, the it was a chartered flight, and, you know, the plane left Quebec with the Ramparts, and then they stopped in Toronto to pick up the Peets, okay. and they, they threw out together. So, um, but uh, I'm trying to remember where my point was going here. But, Sorry about that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's all good. Uh, but the Beats, you know, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, tomorrow's game against Seattle can really set a tone for them. If they can somehow just keep that momentum going and maybe try and shock the world, uh, you know, because I think a lot of people are going to think, that Seattle's going to have this and they've, and Seattle's had, a, by that point, we'll have had over a week off, I believe. And, and they've played uh, not as many games. I think they swept the first two rounds then had a six and a five. So, um, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm really interested in that game tomorrow. As far as going to Kamloops itself, it, it's one of those towns to me that screams out junior hockey, right? When we talk about whether it be World Juniors or the Memorial Cup and how these things belong in the small junior hockey markets. Uh, have you been to Kamloops before? Are you looking forward to this? What have you heard about the city and uh, what are you expecting out of the vibes there? Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, first of all, not only have I not been to Kamloops before, I've never been to BC before in my okay. life. So uh, looking forward to that a lot. Um, yeah, you mentioned, you know, when it's in the smaller market and Kamloops isn't a very small town, but, you know, and, and compared to some of the other markets in the CHL, I mean, hell, look at, you've got Quebec City mm-hmm. who plays in an NHL-sized <laughs> building and, and you got the Seattle Thunderbirds there and, you know, Seattle's become a pretty hockey-mad spot as of late. So, and the Thunderbirds have a, have a great history too, so, but you're looking at Kamloops and it's such a great history of this franchise, but a smaller market. And I mentioned um, when I got to do a radio hit, in Kamloops the other day about how what I'm looking forward to is where the Memorial Cup is the talk of the town. You know, having been to a couple where, you know, people are there for the Memorial Cup, but it's just another thing happening in town. And especially when it was in like Mississauga, where once you left the rink, you would have no idea that it was going on. So because GTA just does not care. (laughs) Um, So, and, you know, and I don't want to knock some of the other cities that have hosted it. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward. Hopefully, you know, I've heard a lot of good things. I heard they had a big turnout at their Molson Canadian hockey house last night for uh, the opening concert. It looked like a pretty good party there last night. And, uh, you know, the, the locals, I've been getting a lot of Kamloops followers on Twitter uh, the past few days, and they've been bigging up the town and telling me all these great things to go and see and do. A lot of, you know, it sounds like if you like the outdoors, it's a really good place to be. And the weather is supposed to be just phenomenal. Uh, 
they have, at least from now right through to next Wednesday, it looks like absolutely sunny and 26, 27 degrees the whole time. So uh, I can't I pack my shorts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, my philosophy has always been if you're wearing shorts to the rink, it means either the season is just starting or you're at training camp or you're playing really deep into the playoffs. Either way, it's a pretty good day. True enough. True enough. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned your Twitter account there. What uh, Let people have it. We'll share it on ours as well. But uh... Yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, Steve McLean 888 on Twitter. Uh, and uh, yeah, hit me up there. And uh Always, no always appreciate the, the follows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm gonna be. I'm on the. I get. You know, people tell me I'm on my phone way too much anyway. So, <laughs> but I might as well put some good use to it, right? That's so, right. Uh, yeah. Steve McLean, we know you got a flight to catch. Appreciate you making a little time, and uh, hope you manage to squeeze in a nap before tonight's game. And uh, maybe we'll touch base later in the tournament, man. Thank you. Yeah, I would love to talk again. And uh, oh, as always, it's uh, it's a pleasure, Matt. All right, there he goes, Steve McLean, formerly of the uh, OHL Fanboys podcast, but still uh, just about as big of a CHL enthusiast as you're going to meet. Uh, appreciate him making the time. Uh, last I talked to him was on uh, on Thursday night at about 11.30. He was still at work, and then he had a 6.30 a.m. flight from Toronto to Calgary. So uh, he's running on almost no sleep. We appreciate him making just a little bit of time for us to talk about the tournament. And uh, we'll see what we can do to maybe touch base after the round robin portion is completed and, and see where we're at. That'll pretty much do it for uh, for this edition of the show, though. Uh, like I said, we're on social media at Tall Can Audio. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast app so you can keep up to date with us here. We'll be back to a bit more normal schedule here next week, which uh, would be great. Like I said, I appreciate you guys sticking with us here this week when things slowed down just a little bit. Uh, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Matt Robinson. We'll see you all next time. That's it. I cannot work under these conditions. If anybody wants me, I'll be downstairs at McDougal. Call the weekend guy. I don't care.